0: Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hey, the gang's all here.
1: Hey. I'll, hey, I'll be right back. We're setting something on fire. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Hold
2: on. Wait for it. Yes, I am recording. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hey. Jen, I'm so glad you're here. Not that I'm not glad Sue's here, but I really want to talk about what we saw in Cardiff, and Sue would be like, I'm on episode <laughs> five. Oh, you've, already ta- five.
0: you've already told Sue everything? No, I haven't seen everything.
2: No, I haven't told, no, I've only, well, I haven't, you know what, I have tomorrow off from work, so I'll- the problem when I was there was the app for fa- for um, the iPad wasn't very good, so uh, it was putting all okay. the pictures up out of order, and I want, and it's weird because you'll be at one point there, and you'll walk 20 feet. And you'll cross the shooting locations of five different episodes of Doctor Who. So I want to be able to say, if you turn here and turn back, that's where Rory and the Doctor went up the bridge. <laughs> yeah, but like, I didn't want to do that and be like, oh, and that was later in the day, and that was the next morning, because I didn't want to do that. So I, I wanted you to be here so I could kind of explain what we saw so. and <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that be good. Children? How is Lee?
3: I'm good. He is at my dad's house celebrating my dad's birthday. Oh, sure. No, we celebrated it. We celebrated it at, like four. I'm like, he just didn't want to come home. Like he would rather live there. <laughs> How's his leg? We go to the doctor tomorrow to potentially get a under the knee cast, but it's oh, not going to be so
0: good. Well,
3: meet. it's not going to be any different because he's still 0% weight bearing for six weeks because the break occurred near his growth plate. Oh boy. And we can't let that get damaged at Oh my all. God. Um, and so basically if it, if it messes up the growth plate, like there's a chance his leg would not grow. So, so everybody can understand what that means. But so maybe he'll have, a, it'll be more comfortable on him and that would be pretty much it. He'll still be in a wheelchair and it may not happen. And so I'm trying really hard not to get his hopes up and, I have to right. talk to him before that even if you get a new cast, it's, nothing is different. But um, but anyway, so we'll, we'll have the doctor's office, the doctor in the morning, and then we're going out of town tomorrow afternoon. It's just been really busy. So we've had guests, and now we're going out of town. But um, it's been really fun. I'm really happy. I can't remember
2: the password to log into the damn thing, and I'm very happy, too. Uh, what are we logging into? <laughs> the, the, U, the Ustream, the password. Oh, working. so we're
1: not, we're not live yet?
2: No, because I can't oh, remember the joy. damn password.
1: Oh. I was all excited because I was like, I'm setting things on fire. It's I actually, oh, I'm recording, it's just no one's hearing it. Oh. Okay.
3: I think you should just get a new password instead of trying to remember the old one.
2: No, I remember the old one. It wasn't working. Damn it. Oh.
0: The old one you gave me?
2: Yeah. Sue, did you break <laughs> Hold on, was
1: it...
0: I haven't messed with it. I haven't done you stream at all.
1: Yeah, the login was... <laughs> um, quick question. Uh Is the POVW, uh, POVW chat still the live chat? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I must not be connected to it somehow.
0: Are you not in there anymore?
1: I'm not sure You're why not- I thought you though. are as- if you can let people know, uh, we're gonna start in a moment. I honestly just forgot the password. Well, I, I said hello chat, ola chat room, but apparently it's not sending. Oh, no, yeah, not, you're
0: in. not in split, here. Yeah, i Are you in, uh, are you under Caden or are you in under Bob? It's
1: under Caden. No, oh. Bob doesn't join this. It
0: keeps saying though.
2: invalid username every single time. I, I'm putting in exactly. You I've, I've, Maybe you're on
0: caps lock or something. I'm not. And and it worked this time.
2: And, I've, right, I've, darn,
0: and I'm looking. Hang on.
2: No, I, I've already, re- I've already changed it. It's not going to matter. But every time I change it,
3: darn, we had to have a new password. Invalid
2: user. Uh, I don't know what to do. I've never had this come up.
3: Um, I did not do it.
2: I, it's not going to let me do it.
3: I'm not thoroughly sad about it. But
2: <laughs> I am at a loss. I, am doing it exactly right. Oh, okay, good. We can save our old password. <laughs> oh, good. It worked. I Woo-hoo. was able to save our old password. Well, they have a really like confused... Oh, good. We're in. Okay. Everyone here?
0: Yay! Mm-hmm.
2: Why is Shannon saying yay? Because this- We're
0: in. Oh, yeah. I was cheering. Well, I
2: know, but we kept our old password.
3: Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> so? Danielle, I think Do you, know you what- should you- change the password. Do you know what the old password is? <laughs> oh, I don't even know what the current one is.
2: Hold on. I told
3: it. Oh, he's going to tell me. Hmm. Hang on. And you'll understand... Oh, Immediately. G- what
2: Danielle! Now is familiar with the password. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: had no choice in the matter because I just no one, to say.
1: no one would ever guess with that. No, that's, that's true. true. No. Nope.
3: that is true. A hacker ain't gonna guess that. No, they're are actually
1: we,
2: they're actually. Are we live yet? I'm um, clicking go live right now.
0: What the hell is wrong? I in,
2: I'm not a fan of this thing today.
0: In three minutes, you've been off for three weeks. You can't remember how to do this. No, I'm in. I'm Awful. Like, Vacation does that to you. Okay,
2: hang on. It'll, it'll work this time. Thing is, like
0: testing, testing. Can we blame it on like week-long jet lag?
2: I know it's ridiculous. I
0: think so. I think we should. I was just going to ask Bob what he's setting on fire since we're no. alive.
2: we are alive. Now, here's the thing: I haven't. Done this in a few weeks and I lost the piece of paper that I was using for 40 podcasts to tell me how to do it. So I'm doing this from memory from okay. three April weeks ago. Ray
0: says we're off air. Ray says we're off air. Well, well does it usually take every it to do it? It's, been, yeah. it's, yeah. Been, it's yeah. been like three yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. So
2: the thing is, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure how to do this anymore. So, in the event that no one can hear me or I sound like I'm upside down or inverted, just someone let me know. So, I just want to thank Sue first of all for getting all of our podcasts released. Sue did all of that.
0: There's one still out.
2: There's no. Which one's up? Oh, oh, Bob! Bob, I've been to Europe. I uh, know. I know you know. There actually, I have one that's worse, and I was actually going to talk to um, Sue about this tonight. I'll do it unless Sue can get there first. We did a podcast about a year and a half ago. Jen was there. She was shelling crap, and it was the Hi. one. It was the one that gave me the idea to do Point of View Weekly, and it is so <laughs> like what I love about it is I imply like I throw it into the Popo vault, and when it's ripe, you take it out, and then mm-hmm. you know you like it's it's now vintage which is a great way of saying i'm behind on editing it is so mm-hmm. old it involves as i said before it involves it, before, it involves, it? It involves <laughs> the breasts of leah michelle oh god
3: mm-hmm. that's old
2: and there's uh, actually my, I there's that. a point in it because I'm not. Uh, you, you, let me just get this out. There's a point. There's up. a point in it, about the Leah Michelle. There's a point in it where I actually because I'm not a big fan of Leah Michelle. I actually say to Corey Monolith, "Do whatever you have to to get out."
3: What is wrong with Leah Michelle?
2: I just I'm not a fan. And the thing is, that would now seem incredibly insensitive because in the time it's taken us to release it, he has tragically passed away. So. <laughs> Yeah. This episode will require very careful editing. She has editing. a
3: beautiful voice. You
2: know what it is? She just seems like a diva. Like, I feel terrible that her boyfriend has passed away and everything, but she just, she screams diva to me. And, and... I, yeah, I but
3: know. she sings really good. That's not,
2: that's great, but I don't care, because I, I, I oh. just don't.
0: I, I don't.
1: Yeah, that I, I, I...
3: episode was terribly sad. I cried.
1: I like April Ray. has
0: just posted... Um. Oh. The information for the Doctor Who um, 25th anniversary thing, 50th. Info, it's going to be in 3D in theaters. She has mm-hmm. just posted that no, in the chat. It's no, it's not. It's actually, a,
2: yeah, it's going to be in a lot of theaters, probably a lot more in the UK. Probably
0: nothing near me.
3: Hold yeah. on. I have to look. This is important. I'm sorry. We're stopping the podcast. Yeah, if you're- <laughs> if It's if you're, coming to Fort Worth. Yes.
2: If you're a Doctor Who fan or a Harry <laughs> Potter fan, you'll <laughs> love this podcast because I've been there.
3: Hmm. Yay! I'm buying tickets right
2: now. Well, maybe in like an hour. Like no, an just hour. Give
3: me a sec. Hold
2: on. Oh, for the love of God, damn it. Okay, Jen. All right, let's let Jen get you her credit you card out.
1: Did <sighs> you created a monster? There's
2: actually one podcast where I think Rena was ordering airline oh, I did tickets. All I right.
3: could go to Well, I can't I keep this a secret so that none of my friends buy tickets before me.
2: But you're 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 saying it live to air. Yeah, but no one listens. No. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, jen, uh april says you can't buy tickets until friday oh good no. so we can start the podcast Sam, welcome back Somebody has to find see. me tomorrow because i'll forget
2: all right now uh, all right. Does
0: anybody want to hear my boob story i want to hear the yeah. boob
2: story jen focus here we go we're starting the podcast oh we're starting the podcast
0: yeah that, that's
2: that's no, that was why i was quiet there i was leaving it open for bob Oh, I didn't,
1: I'm so used to you guys not really giving a crap about (laughs) I'm like I'm usually the one who's like, I gotta push this. And all of a sudden it's like, what? I'm on? What? (laughs) Is this thing live? Oh, okay. Come in, Bob, come in.
0: (laughs) I think he muted himself. <laughs>
1: I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. I'll say the podcast, PointofViewWeekly.com <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We don't even remember the name of the show.
3: I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fricking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? Is it time for you to become a man?
1: In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk? <sighs> <sighs> Me angry. <laughs> 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 oh, Good shit. My water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out, out there.
0: Bad, <laughs> Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy.
2: Like I don't know if you heard me explain football last you mean week with
3: a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes.
2: Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up Fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything in
4: wow. there. So uh, it's
2: getting worse. It's getting worse.
4: Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. <laughs> can we please change the
0: topic
3: of this upset. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'll be right back. i got
3: to find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex morphine. Don't ask just how my... I know that, Puffla. I don't hear anything.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't <laughs> hear anything should, either.
1: That should seriously be the Puffla motto. I
0: don't hear anything. <laughs> hey, it is dark rest.
1: are you talking, Ryan?
0: Bob, Bob, it, Bob. <laughs> oh, this is
1: awesome. I, ah, it's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random I things. I am yelling. I'm
3: yelling, <laughs> Bob. Yeah, go, Bob.
1: Bob. Bob. Yeah.
3: And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car.
2: I'm going to break the door down. What? Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. Turn the
0: cameras you? on!
3: Turn it <laughs> <off>.
2: <laughs> Number two, when she's here, you talk
1: less.
3: The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes! Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language.
1: Actually, actually I'm wearing skinny, skinny jeans.
3: Suit. You're wearing skinny jeans.
2: Sexy. Leo and Jen oh, know each other very well. Jen broke his boat.
3: But he is Lovely. And these guys are awesome. Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn.
2: You believe that Texas should secede from the United States?
3: By no, I don't. make me so- just be Mexico
0: again.
2: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> why are you drawing a
0: penis? Don't I'm say sorry. what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. <laughs> Where is Sue? A penis. <laughs> <Or> a penis. <laughs>
2: Was- I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun.
3: I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one.
2: Maybe if you could just lean into your left.
0: Hold on, switch to computer.
2: I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code. Apparently, just not only do we have to be here on
4: time, <laughs> but we have to
1: wear <laughs> clothes. There are like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking I tried. tea.
3: I've never seen a cat do gonna that. He is going to destroy the house. Gonna destroy
1: the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go.
3: I'm like trying to keep my eyes open, and you're like, oh, yawn. I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever.
1: <laughs> so
2: if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot,
3: product?
2: <laughs> products? Oh, wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. she had like a ramp, it was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry, the cat is now humping the coffee maker, and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs>
3: This is why we can't oh, have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King
1: across the freaking
2: street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on; you won't have to worry about this. Oh,
1: Bob wears pants now. Screw this! I'm going home. Good night, <laughs> everyone. Still podcast is this. And welcome. I don't even remember how to do this. So wrong. <laughs> give me a second. Was, was that, this was this that and
2: welcome much louder to you than Bob's normal indoor voice? <laughs> it's yeah. like, hey, "Welcome back." <laughs>
0: a cool
3: mom.
1: That's not the intro song, Jen. That's not the intro. With
3: song?
1: Me too. We all... really? Jen, you've listened to it like 17
2: times. Jen, much like Leah Michelle, Jen is the diva who never listens to her own show. I'm
0: not a diva.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on my microphone. I need to get a new one. The I really expect- know. Did we start the Did show I'm- yet? I'm- no, we, no, we, we haven't. Waiting I'm going off. to, once everyone be quiet. I'm going home. Good night, <laughs> <Get out laughs> everyone. the worst podcast And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show. I'm part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Bob. I'm Ryan.
3: I'm Jen. I'm Sue
2: all right this is very exciting we took a month off Woo-hoo. some of us traveled Jen spent a lot of time with Lee because I, I felt terrible I was there for like three days and I feel like the worst godfather in the world I you, lo- co-
3: you didn't know I couldn't get a hold of you I didn't
2: I'm- know and I, I logged in and all of a sudden it's a thousand pictures of Lee in a wheelchair I'm like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh it was horrible have that we not passed good. podcasted since then? We, we, no, we haven't have no, not not podcasted a such a long time. Uh-huh. I have been so busy. <sighs> wow. Yeah, having a four year old in a wheelchair
0: sucks.
2: Now uh-huh. many now many of our listeners are picturing tiny Tim right now, so we should probably explain why Seriously. Lee is in a uh-huh. wheelchair. Yeah. Lee fell down, went boom. Yep,
0: yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay. Yeah,
3: he he, he had a spiral break, a spiral fracture which is bad. But then he stood up. And the bones shifted, uh, you know. Ooh. It was gruesome. And uh, I, I have to say that when my p- kids are involved, if something horrible happens, I am not the all together mom. I fell apart for about 30 seconds. I, Emma had pulled her play kitchen over on her and I was in the bathroom. I had only gone in there like 30 seconds and like she pulled the kitchen, she calmed up on it and felt like pulled it over on her and she was screaming. And I went to go grab her and, um, I was call, trying to call James to see if I needed to take her to the hospital. Yeah. And I said, Lee, go get my phone, go get my phone. And he ran to help me. And when he was running back, he slipped on like a sock in the hallway oh. and ha- mm. he, he fell down. And, um, I saw him, uh, I, wa- I, I didn't see the break, but I, he skidded in front of the doorway. Um, and he stood up and I, I watched the bones move in the wrong place mm. and it was horrible. Oh. And I, Anyway, I, I just I had Emma in my arms and she was screaming and like, you could already see a knot in her head and like Lee was screaming and like, <laughs> I just fell apart for just a second. I was crying. They were crying. And like Aww. suddenly my phone rang and like my dad had just stopped by. He called, he called me um, out of the blue and um, and cause I was trying to um, call James to see if I needed to call an ambulance or if he could come home and help. Cause he only lives a mile away. I mean, works. So anyway, um, and so dad interrupted and called and said, Oh, Hey, I just wanted to see if I could visit the kids. And I was like, get in here now. And so <laughs> he came in and we just rushed the kids to the hospital and Emma was fine by the time we got there. And so she was fine, but, um, we took Lee right in and he ended up having to have surgery, and, like, it was awful. It was horrible. And so... But it's over. He had to stay overnight because of, of how it broke. And, like, apparently the specific way he broke it, it makes it really susceptible to swelling. Mm-hmm. And so they had to keep him overnight in case his leg swelled in the cast, and they had to remove it if that happened. Um, And so... They cut his cast in half, and for a week we had an open cast, which basically means it's just taped together. It's cut mm-hmm. all the way down, and then we went two weeks ago, and he got a they they just put a cast over another cast over it, so it was a solid. But they found that they casted it a tad wrong. It's not it's not wrong enough that he had to have surgery again. Like the doctor felt confident, but it was bad enough that they cut it um, around his ankle, um, all the way around his ankle the cast and wedged popsicle sticks in the inside part of his leg to bend the cast a certain way to push that bone a little straighter. So mm. it was been really painful and he's been having to take hydrocodone, you know, f- for longer yeah. than his, was not was expected and yeah. you know when you have a kid who's oh, someone up. is
2: someone is scratching something and it's oh,
3: sorry when <laughs> well, no, it's me, oh, a pillow i
0: was shoving something okay it's alarming <laughs> she's shoving a pillow under lee's leg yes. leave her alone i will well anyway um
3: anyway he goes in tomorrow and hopefully it will be set properly now there's a chance that at either this time or in three more weeks or four more weeks. Because if where it is in the growth plate, he has to wear a cast for eight to twelve weeks instead of the normal four to six weeks. There is a chance that because of where the break is if the popsicle thing didn't work, that we will have to go back into surgery and do it all over again and he'll have another eight to twelve weeks in a wheelchair. Mm. So it's just so, awful. prayers. Thank
0: prayers. you.
3: Well we went to Legoland this week. I'll stop talking in a second. Okay. We went to Legoland. And it hasn't been overly pathetic because we've let him do, you know, movies and he he's pretty much dictated what he can do. And he's doing a lot of things that I don't usually let him do, like play Wii or Mm. watch movies because he just gets really addicted at four. Mm. But he's been doing that kind of nonstop. And um, we went to Legoland. We had company and um, Legoland apparently has a policy that any child in a cast is forbidden to do any. Anything fun. So we went in and they don't tell you that when you pay, of course, that you go in and everything, you know, that we wanted to do or we thought maybe you could possibly do. They were like, no, sorry, it's legal ends policy. You can't do anything. And he cried and it was the first time. And I will say, I only say this because it's, it's a positive thing that in three weeks, this was the first thing that has made him just really sad that he was, he couldn't do it. And so it was okay. Cause they ended up having like 3d movies, 40 movies, 40, which is actually like they blow wind on you and like right. spray you with rain and stuff. But, uh, which was great with the cast. I had to figure that out real quick and be like, Oh crap. We've got to somehow do the, cause I didn't understand going into it that we were going to spray with water and The cast can't get wet. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you should have seen me in the theater. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that was his one thing. And he was so like, you know, so sad. It was terrible because we were there with other kids and they were having fun. And so yeah. anyway, out of three weeks, he's not been miserable except for about four hours. So.
2: Well, that was the thing. And I was telling um, Jen this. I've picked up something for Lee at the uh, Doctor Who experience in Cardiff and I'm going to mail it to him with a note from the doctor. And I had to call. Uh-huh. Je- I had to call Jen in the car because then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, if if he believes the doctors are real, then he's going to believe the Daleks are real and the Cybermen are real. <laughs> and I didn't want to traumatize my godchild, so I'm like, is this okay? Can we open this Pandora's box?
3: He and, will appreciate it for
0: wanting to believe, but he he will know. All
2: right, so I will I will get that out to him as soon as we can. So I. I I,
0: Unless of course you fly out and, you know, make Dalek noises from underneath his bed or, or just, <laughs> something like that. Just he would actually get
3: so tickled. He is not a scared child. He'd be like, mommy, Dalek! <laughs> <We> mommy. <laughs> <laughs> One
0: of
2: the things I wanted to talk about tonight was the new fall lineup. I know Bob was watching the Blacklist and there's a lot of great mm-hmm. new shows on. One of the ones I'm addicted to with Danielle is the Goldbergs with, um, Jeff
3: uh, uh, guy from uh, Kermit, I it? What the heck is this? Jeff,
0: that.
2: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Carla, um, Jeff.
0: No, I can't give his name now. Garland.
2: Je- Garland. 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 And it's, it's basically, it's similar in um tone to, um, Uh, Oh my god! The Wonder Years. It it takes place (laughs) twenty years ago, and the guy who produces it was like the geeky younger brother who took you know videotape of his family as he was growing up, and now he's basically like retelling his family's life, and he's you know through the same characters and whatnot. And so he's supposedly the the creator of the show is the twelve year old character. Anyway, there's an episode where the son wants to go to see poltergeists, and the mother won't let him, so it says you can only go with your grandfather to see the Mouse Detective.
4: Yeah, the
2: great mouse detective. The great mouse detective. So mm-hmm. the, so they sneak into Poltergeist, and the 12-year-old tells the grandfather, who's played by someone else. He's the guy from Retired at 35, whatever his name is. I forget who the actor's name George is. George Siegel. George Siegel. And he says, now, Grandpa, this movie, you know, it, it, the, the name is a little weird. The mouse doesn't come until the very end. So they see poltergeist, and the kid's horrified, and he wants to sleep with his mother that night because he's so scared. So the mother catches on to the fact he went to see poltergeist. So she is now loves the fact that her 12-year-old actually wants to spend time with her. So she's making it her goal in life to terrorize the, to the 12-year-old. So she'll like make weird noises, and she'll put things in his room and freak the hell out of him, so he'll want to snuggle in bed with her at night, and she gets her time with her 12-year-old. So it just reminds me of the same thing with like the Dalek noises and trying to traumatize him. But that was a double... Thing there, watch the Goldbergs. Very funny show.
0: Very funny. Very funny show. Yep.
1: There, there's also the, uh, the fourth season of The Walking Dead. Yes. And it's yes. finally come back. Guest starring yeah. Harry Potter. In the first episode, Harry Potter has a, uh,
2: has a, uh, very short role, abruptly yes. ended role. There's you a, know, uh, you
1: know, it's you know funny, uh, do any of you watch The Talking uh, Dead? Of, no, uh, yeah. Phineas and Ferb. I've
4: heard of it, I've never watched
0: it. <laughs>
1: the, uh, the, person the guy who plays, who plays Phineas. Is the character, is the character who is the, uh, Harry Potter lookalike. He has Harry Potter
2: glasses. He has Harry Potter glasses. And on The Talking Dead, which is the talk show that follows The Walking Dead, they do like an in memoriam segment and they say like, you know, farewell. Walker, whose eye popped out, and farewell, Mm -hmm. and they they go through the episode, and like they closed with this character who doesn't make it through the episode, and the thing at the end is "So long, Harry Potter look-alike." You know, the fact that you die doesn't bode well for the rest of us. (laughs) So (laughs) it was pretty funny. So, but yeah, we got the Walking Dead back. Blacklist could have been bacon. Could have been bacon. Can I tell you the
1: bacon thing really bothered me? (laughs) (laughs) I I noticed Ryan. All I could be liking is, mmm, zombie bacon. <laughs> it, it, it bothered me a great deal, the bacon scene, because it didn't have to go that way. But it... Well, I was going to say, I was wondering how long it would be before Pete uh, starts uh, striking the, against the walking Dead. They dog. joke
2: about that in The Talking Dead. They're like, Pete, I must have hated uh-huh. this episode because of all the animals that died during it. But I didn't think that the bacon scene was, was very well thought of by Rick, because he should have just let the pigs go and scatter, and the zombies would chase... or saunter after whatever I guess. for you.
1: I mean, but this so way you could have more of a direct, like, you know, you can direct the zombies very specifically compared to like, you know, if, as as if the pigs walk right over to the, to the, to the wall, they're trying to get them to walk away from it. That is true. You can't rely on a pig. No, you can't rely on pigs, especially on infected pigs. So. This is true, too. But yes, no, whoa, the whoa, walking pigs back.
0: The pigs got infected?
1: Okay, without spoiling the episode, Zombie okay, pigs? fine. Very, 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 very quickly. Um, Here, here's how the logic of the situation is. Okay, zombies die. You bury zombies. Worms go in, eat the dirt around the zombies. They they in turn have the zombie infection. They then in turn pick the put those the dirt or the the worms in that in the slot for the pigs. The pigs eat the worms. Wait, the the pigs get infected. Okay, and then the humans start eating the pigs, and then in turn the humans then get infected. That's not how I took it at all. Did you how many did you watch both episodes? Yes. All right. I took it a completely different way.
2: Here's how I took it. Now, the thing you... The spoilers for the first two episodes of the new season. The, the way it happens is, in the beginning, you have to be bit or scratched by a walker, and you become one. In the mm-hmm. second season, we're led on to the secret that we're all the walking dead. We're all infected. When any of us die, we're going to become walkers unless we have a head injury, which is how you kill a zombie. <laughs> right. In this episode, you have Harry Potter walking around. He gets sick, dies... Mm -hmm. presumably, and becomes a walker without having been bit, and you don't know why he died. Well, he dies
1: because of the super flu, but...
2: Well, that was my thing. I didn't think it had anything to do with the pigs being infected by anything to do with the walker virus. I took it to be that because health conditions have deteriorated so greatly, there's now you know, very prevalent diseases and people are just dropping like flies. And when they die, mm-hmm. they then become walkers.
1: I didn't think it had anything. That's to true. Th- I think they're two separate things though. My, my understanding is I think there's that scene with Rick and mm-hmm. Herschel where Herschel's like, get rid of them because they're infected. And that's of I just totally not remember. that. Scene. No, but I took it. They were
2: infected by the same thing. Cause like we pass disease. It's like pit, swine flu. It's like yeah, we pass diseases he- back and forth to the disease. Yeah. Okay. Good old pork. But anyway, so so, um, so we're
0: not eating pork anymore. We're not eating pork. No. no so I
2: posted we can't eat pork, and then Etai got involved, and Etai thought it was like a Mazeltov kind of deal, like we're not doing the pork <laughs> anymore. I
4: know he's like, oh, you have converted <laughs> to Judaism.
2: I, I'm like, kind, I I feel like I should after watching one okay. you know, episode of The Walking Dead. So yeah, so, exactly. so there was that. So other shows that you need to watch too. Um, I'd like to talk with Bob about Blacklist, great new show with James Spader. Danielle should oh, be impressed. I, I got his name heard- right.
4: Like yes, you did finally get himself. his
2: name right. I watched when we were in uh, when we were in London after like the first week and a half. We kind of had some downtime, so I grabbed some TV shows off my um, computer from home to watch. There, we watched the first two episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. So we we haven't gone beyond that one um, with blacklist. Uh, blacklist for blacklist. Yeah. So you watched the first oh, two, okay? So you got the first did one. I mention that. Yeah, that, I wanted to get that out there. So we got that one, and we got the one with the uh, human trafficking. The human trafficking episode with the, with yeah. the woman. Okay. Yeah, we got that There's one. another
1: show with human trafficking. Yeah. What?
4: <laughs> now,
2: if you haven't seen, it's a, it's a really interesting show. Um, James Spader from many things, well, Boston legal. I Eagle.
4: firmly believe anything with James Spader will be at
3: least as good as he is right. because he's a great actor.
2: And the plot line, if you need the, the byline to check it out, um, I think it's five episodes in. The, the ratings yes. are very good. So if you're one of those people that won't watch it unless. If you're afraid it's going to get canceled, the like, ratings are very good. Who
4: doesn't love him in Pretty in Pink? Pretty in Pink, because you just love to hate him in that movie. Well,
1: he's a very sympathetic character in this series, though. Well, well, was, well
2: the, here, the plot is um, he walks into a government building, announces his name, and like takes his hat off and gets ready because he's basically Whitey Balter. He's the number one most wanted man in the world. And he walked in and announced his name. Alarms go off. And he just sit, he kneels down because he's getting taken into custody.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, all the government bigwigs are around, you know, he's turned himself in. What's going on? And he says he'll only speak to one woman who's a profiler who he presumably has no connection to whatsoever. She has never met him before. They've never been, you know, around, presumably there's no connection on paper between them, but she is the only person he'll talk to, and he has information, and he will talk, but only to her. So it's, and that's the brief setup to it. Mm-hmm. I really like, now, I know Danielle, when she started watching it, she had trouble with the, um, with the female lead. Well, no,
4: it's just, I don't know. The first episode I just felt was, I don't know, I think the acting was a little stilted. There were scenes where I thought like the female lead should have been more like emotional. Mm. And then there were scenes where she was just batshit crazy. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she was just kind of all over the place, which wasn't bad. Like, that's not really a complaint. I thought she was much better in the yeah. second episode.
1: You know, it's, it's interesting is the people that have turned on to the show. The one aspect of the show that most people have taken issue with is her. Yeah. Um, like, they, like, it's funny. Like, you know how she's late for work? and mm-hmm. then proceeds to have like a 5 minute conversation with her husband mm-hmm. and then like the she's like and then then the you know the FBI and shows up yeah. outside of her house yeah. and they're like we need to go now and she's like hold on i need to have another 5 minute conversation <laughs> with my husband and it's just like okay and so it's, it's the pacing is a little bit in that it regard, yes
4: so. i think that's what it is and also i was having a hard time a really hard time believing the whole adoption thing, because I'm like, wait a minute, you just got a job as a profiler for the FBI. Your job is going to be dangerous. You don't know what your hours are going to be. But yes, it seems like the perfect time to adopt a child. Like, it, it didn't make sense to me that that was, like, a realistic priority in her life because she couldn't even make the adoption meeting on time. I want to draw... um, (laughs) Like, I didn't get it. I want
2: want to draw a similarity to another show. Um, I made fun of the show a lot last season. It's on the bubble this season. The ratings aren't great, but they're not... Horrible, but they're not, they've gone down significantly. Uh, Revolution, which is <laughs> only the second season. I love season. it this season. It's so good that it was so, last season it was so campy that it, it was one of those shows, it's supposed to be mm-hmm. about like post-apocalyptic world and like all the characters have makeup and they have, you know, ironed clothes and all, it, it didn't make any sense like that. This season mm-hmm. it's, it's 110% better. But there's mm-hmm. a, there's an actor on that, uh, Giancarlo Esposito who plays Tom Neville. And mm-hmm. he is such a good actor. He is so much better than the show has been that he pulls yeah. the material up. And I feel like James Spader does that in Blacklist. Like, yeah. the, the writing was yeah. campy, and then you have, like, someone, you know, the, the the government, you know, personnel are being attacked by, like, four guys on a bridge, and then they had a boat and no one thought to go after the boat, even though it's a slow-moving boat, and they're getting <laughs> it. Like the, you look down in the yeah. water; it's in DC, I think, and there's like kayakers moving faster than the boat. So why didn't <laughs> they commandeer the kayak and go after? Like it, it doesn't make yeah. sense. But Spader is
1: so good; you're just like, okay, I buy it. I can, yeah. I can buy. It. Yeah, so I feel like he can carry it. I, now, I, I now when we I, well, yeah, I know you guys are running the second episode, but I just want to say, like the you know how okay, so most like the. In most, like, television stories, like, you know, like, there's the overarching story. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, the, the quote-unquote villain of the week. Because yep. mm-hmm. this show has the villain of the week, literally. Because oh. each, like, episode is a member <laughs> of, of the person on the blacklist. Like, the person from week to week is not terribly interesting, but how it weaves into the overall arc of the, the main story of, like, the season, uh-huh. that's the really interesting part for me, um, and why I will probably continue to watch it, um... What I also found kind of funny is I was having uh, uh, I went to dinner with a couple of friends and I started, so I was like, I know I got to, you know, you guys got to watch blacklist. And one of my friends, uh, Barrett, he's like, he's like blacklist. And I was like, yeah, blacklist is so like, yeah, my, my cousin's on that show. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, James Vader? <laughs> and I, okay. And this is, this is me kind of slightly racist, but my friend, my friend Barrett is, is Asian. And I'm thinking myself like, there are any Asian people on blacklist. <laughs> and apparently the um there's like one guy <laughs> the one guy in the background no uh his cousin is actually uh I don't I never remember his name but you know the, it's the FBI agent who's kind of like her partner oh okay yeah like the guy like not the boss guy not the boss the guy like who the like, the like is guy. bitchy
2: to her in the first episode everything she does he's like he's yeah, doing basically, yeah that's his
1: cousin he's like, he's like how, how dare like, you
4: make a personal phone call that's on our phone.
1: That, oh, that so right. now I can't, I can't ever look at him without thinking of my, in my friend. I'm like, <laughs> there's nothing like that. That's so funny. it's pretty funny. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. But yeah, no, uh, definitely a blacklist. I, I, I look forward to it every single Monday. I've got
2: one I want to plug to Jen. This is, um, it's a, it's a UK series that, um, it, I think I've already plugged it before. I can't remember. It's aired eight episodes already. The first season has aired in the UK and here. It's coming back. I watched the first episode and it, it wowed me and I actually just, I, I taped the other episodes, but I actually just bought them off of um, iTunes because they cut the episode here for time, and I wanted to get the whole thing. Uh, Broad Church. Uh, it's starring yeah, da- it's, I
3: do want to watch that. Yeah, it
2: stars David Tennant and Olivia Colman, and the plot is it's a small town in Scotland, I believe, and a young boy mm-hmm. is killed. And, uh, he is starting the murder investigation. It also stars, um, Rory from, um, from Doctor Who is in it and, um, Filch is in it. Uh, a few other characters. And it's basically this entire town. And you get the sense from watching the first episode that anyone in this town could be involved. Mm. And over well, the course of eight episodes, you, they, they try and figure out who the, who the killer is and what the deal is. And I don't know. I've only seen the first episode, but every review I've read says it's, it's, incredibly, incredibly well done. So I'm going to watch that one, um, as well. Um, other shows this season, uh, definitely try and check out revolution. This is how you know, revolution got better. It's making (laughs) fun of itself. The writing is so like, there's an episode where last season, um, there's a guy named Randall and Randall has like, he has this big final line and then Randall leaves the show. And this season, someone mentioned, someone else says, that final line. And one of the characters who was in the room when he first delivered the last season turns to another character and says, that was his exit line, which is what you would call... Like, and there's a character on it, Aaron. And Aaron's like the everyday man. In the first season, he got mm-hmm. made fun of mercilessly because he was tubby and he just walked 4,000 miles. Why is he still tubby? Well, because the actor a little tubby. Mm-hmm. And he... Why is his hair still gelled? There's no electricity. But um, there's there's an episode where a character says to Aaron, I think you have to have a little faith. He's like... I'm an agnostic Jew from Minnesota. <laughs> like, he has the best lines <laughs> in the world. So it's it's a really, yeah. it's a very, very good show now. But you have to watch The Millers on, uh, I believe, uh, CBS. It's on Thursday nights. Uh, great sitcom. Uh, we'll also be watching right now. Um,
0: NCIS.
2: NCIS. I started the first episode. A little weird. I'm going to stick with it because I hear it's pretty good. Um, it's in season like what, twelve now, no. eleven or twelve? Um, yeah, it's uh, been going
0: on for a long time. Sean,
2: yeah, Sean uh, saves April the world. Yeah,
0: wrecking Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time, the, uh, I, so, yeah, the I still time. Time. The
2: spinoff to it is doing terribly, so probably won't be back. Hope it will get the thirteen episodes. No, it's a great show, and I thought I would hate it. Mom with Allison Janney mm-hmm. is on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, on it's Mondays at like nine thirty or something. It looked like it would be terrible. It's really, really, really well cast. It's got a um, guy from Studio 60. It's got a guy. It's got the. Um, it's got Harry from Third Rock and the Sun. French
0: Stewart. Uh, French it's Stewart. Horrible at I don't know who the
2: hell anybody is, but it's, it's we were watching that this week. Very hooked on it. Uh, what else are we watching right now? Um, Sean Saves the World. Great show. It's probably going to last like another week, it's maybe so two. funny though. <laughs> Ratings are very low. Watch that while you can. This Grab it funny. soon. It's very funny. Mm-hmm.
3: I watched. Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing, and I hated it. don't I heard it. I hated it, and I was really, really sad that I hated it because I really wanted to like it. Like every actor that I really like was in it, and like I loved that it was in black and white. And I loved, I love the play. Like that's one of my favorite plays, and like the David Tennant Catherine Tate was the best ever. I was going to say,
2: great. do you think David Tennant ruined it for you?
3: Um, No, I I thought about this because I, I, even though I like the David Tennant version, I love the Kenneth Branagh version Mm -hmm. um, with Emma Thompson. Mm -hmm. Like I love both of them equally and differently, but this one, it was like they, they went out of their way to make every line as dry and unarticulated with as little inflection as possible. Everything Mm -hmm. was, it was purposely done because it was like a stylized but, like, this is a romantic comedy in a way, huh. and it is supposed to be um, joyful and, like, happy and, like, I mean, it's really sad about, you know, them calling a hero a slut, but, but the rest of it, I mean, the moments where they're supposed to fall in love and, you know, it's hilarious how they find out that they, or, you know, it's, it's they're misled that the other one is in love with them. And their reactions are supposed to just be hilarious and that just because they found out, you know, that the other supposedly loves them. They're just he- rejoiced about it. And they're like, oh, well, I'll reciprocate. Well, in the Joss Whedon version, it was like, oh, they love me. I'll return it. Like, it was ridiculous re- <laughs> Ridiculously boring. Mm-hmm. Halfway through I thought I would turn it off because I was so...
2: Well we did that. Uninvolved. We're big fans of Downton Abbey and we, the same producer and, and Maggie Smith and a lot of mm-hmm. great name actors made, uh, what was the hell was the name of the piece of crap? Gosford um, Park. Park. Yes,
1: and I have seen that. It was, yet.
2: and we turned it off. We're like, we we we,
0: we yeah, looked at each other. Than us, and were like,
2: we, we we've done an hour. That's enough. I I went to turn it off. I'm like, we've only been watching it for eighteen minutes. Yeah.
0: Like it was wow. it was. Oh, oh by <laughs> the way,
3: really? Mm. Oh, sorry.
4: Yeah. By the way, that was the other thing we did in London that. We, uh, we're uh, very excited about is that we've got to watch the first four episodes of the current season of Downton Abbey because it's airing in real time there.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah!
0: So it's
2: hysterical. <laughs> so I watched him with Danielle, and then... You're- well, it
4: was fun- well, it was funny because we, were- right, so we were home. We only actually spent one day at home in the apartment not doing anything because it was pouring out. We-, we just retired. We didn't feel like doing anything. So we're like, we're just going to watch TV. So we are flipping through the channels that night, and... It, down to Abby, so I'm thinking it's an old one, and I'm watching, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like, I haven't seen this stuff yet, yeah. and we're like, oh my god, it's the new season. <laughs> So then we found out that they had all four of them on demand, so we watched
2: them. Well, it ends on like kind of a cliffhanger, so we're like, oh, it's okay, we can watch the new one in February when I it know. airs in the U.S. Well, then it's funny. So then Danielle's mother comes back to the apartment, and she's like, well, I want to watch Downton Abbey. I'm like, well, I've already seen these four. I'm going to watch stuff on my iPad. So they're watching, and I'm in the background on my iPad, laughing my ass off. I'm like, ha, ha, ha
1: agnostic Jew from Minnesota. So I'm watching, <laughs> the Is they're watching that, so it's kind of fine not not to fully jump back to a revolution but what do you think about the whole patriot thing it's, like who do you think they really are no i i
2: think they're who they really are i think they are from i think it's well this is the the thing that revolution did kind of funny revolution established and if you haven't seen the show in modern times the electricity goes out everywhere batteries dead anything that deals with electrical impulses apparently except for the human heart is dead and then 15 years pass and mm-hmm. and there's factions of the old government and there's new society and all that stuff. Um, They establish on the show very clearly that when the lights go out, Barack Obama is the president because you go to government bunkers and his pictures up on the wall and they talk about Joe Biden's autobiography. And so, so it's, it's real time. And now it's 15 years later. And there's a character that we meet from the group of the Patriots who's referred to as Mr. President and there's a U.S. flag in his office. So it's not Barack Obama. So you can tell, okay, there must be a U.S. government that still exists somewhere with a president. And then when the patriots come back and they say, we're, the, we're Americans, we're here to take back the country. Someone says, is the president still alive? And they say, yes, he's on his way to the White House. So I, I I'm assuming it's some group uh, that so are you asking, do you think it has anything connection to the old government, or is it just a bunch of people wearing U.S. flags who say they're patriots?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I, I really don't think... I think they're... Frauds, if you will. I think they're just probably an organization who's just attempting to take over the United States, well, claiming they are the United I States. I think it
2: would have been interesting if, like, when they were doing the whole thing, when, like, the... Um, when they did the flashbacks, when the lights went out, if they said, like, does anyone know where President Smith is? Do we have President Smith? And, like, then you could say, <laughs> yeah. oh, look, it's Smith. He's still... Del- because they made it Obama, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to guest star on it. So, I think they kind of... Are you some- sure
1: they made it... I'm, I'm, they made did, I because they...
2: When they went to the uh, – what was the facility that they were in at the end of the last season, the um, the tower? In the tower, mm-hmm. they established they were in Cheney's what? old bunker. That was his undisclosed location. Right, because there, there was a
1: picture of President Bush.
2: And Obama is on the wall. Oh. And when they go to one of the towns in the first one – remember the one where um, they go to a, to a guy who's making books and he's actually making Deathly Hallows? He's printing media as a printing press, and he's printing a copy of Deathly Hallows. And the code word to say that you're a member of the resistance is, do you have Joe Biden's autobiography? Hmm. That's the question you ask to let him know that you're on his side. So it's weird. I kind of wish they went AU, and then you could say, well, maybe it's the old president or whatever. So I don't know. It could be that Obama ran to Cuba and... You know, so I don't know, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, the old government was, we'll yeah, I mean, the old, it could be the old government and they all could be pricks. I mean, so I don't, <laughs> I don't, I hope we get to see, cause I think the show is a thousand times better. I, I, I yeah, think it's, it's
1: definitely an interesting show that I actually look forward to now. It's not just, it's just to watch, but not to make fun of.
2: Well, it's really funny because last season there's a character on it who's good with a sword and he'll, in every episode he takes out like 53 guys. And, like, you know, without yeah. trying. And, like, there's actually a scene where he breaks his hand. And, like, 53 guys come running at him. He's like, I'd ordinarily be able to do this, but I broke my <laughs> Like, he even says, like, I can, of course, take 53 guys. Like, what the hell? <laughs> but it, it's very, very yeah. good. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about um we went to, obviously, we went to Harry Potter Studios. Mm-hmm. In, in I can't England. believe
0: you didn't know that existed. I didn't. Okay. I know. I. Know.
2: This is the thing which I felt bad about. I didn't see Order of the Phoenix in theaters. I'm always right. the guy who bashes yeah. the movies.
3: Yeah, because we all were like, "Go!" Like, like there's
2: people out there, like Kelly Kismet. She's out there and she's watching every behind the scene feature before it airs. Mm-hmm. She's cataloging of everyone. I'm the one that went to Harry Potter Studios. So I did, I did appreciate the irony of that. I had no idea it was there. I, I, the the closest I came was there was a news article last year that said they put Diagon Alley on Google Earth. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was the Diagon Alley from Harry Potter Studios. That was the closest, I I didn't, I didn't know it was there.
0: What I have to say about this is thank goodness that you figured it out before you came home because you would really be kicking yourself if you hadn't gone. Well,
2: I was aggravated because I took so many pictures when I was there. I had this whole setup where my photos would dump from my phone to photo stream back home and I would delete them off my phone. I actually deleted a bunch of pictures. Before they had a chance to migrate over. So I lost a bunch of the Harry Potter ones. The only reason I still have them is because I felt so terrible for Jen and what happened with Lee. I posted them all to Facebook right away. So Mm -hmm. I actually, they're, they're lower resolution, but I actually saved all the pictures because I I uploaded them right away. But yeah, we went, so, um, it was probably the best trip I think either of us has ever been on. Um, if you're a Doctor Who fan or a Harry Potter fan, we, had the most geeky experience you can possibly imagine. It was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, Just starting with um, Harry Potter Studios. Like I said, I didn't know where it was. We were kind of mentioning, you know, oh, we want to go to certain places. I'm like, oh, I hear there's a studio tour. I didn't know what it was it. I had no idea what it involved. And we looked it up and we're like, oh crap, we actually have to take like a train to get there. It's like right, yeah, 30 miles from here. So we 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 took a train uh, to um, uh, what did we even? What, what's was the town? Do you Watford. It was Watford. We went to Watford. Watford. If you watch, oh wait, is that
0: what
3: it's called? Yes. If you
2: watch uh, Love Evenston. Actually, do you remember when he's like, "Thank you for telling the truth" on radio Watford? That's where we went. So we went there, and there's a giant Harry Potter bus waiting at the train station. This was the first indication to me that this is a big part of tourism in this town, because it's this tiny (laughs) little town with a Harry Potter (laughs) bus in it. So they take you to the studios, and you get there. You walk in. If you're um, a member of our Facebook page, um, join the Popo Facebook page. And on there, I put actually all the pictures we took there. There's like 500 pictures I put up. You walk in. It's a giant uh, lobby that has pictures of the cast. Up on the ceiling, and there's the Fort Anglia up there, and there it, it's it's awesome. You walk in, and there's the, there's a store, and they've got pieces of the sets from the from the movies. There's like a piece of the library set, and there's a piece of Hagrid's hut up there. It's it's just awesome. So you get in, and you start the tour. And um, you walk through uh, part of the set that was used for the Dursley house. So it's Harry's closet. It's
4: covered under the stairs. It's
2: covered under the stairs, and his little glasses are in there. His glasses are in there, and you can see his little um, like army guys in there. And like they recreated the staircase, so you Mm -hmm. can see like the Dursleys' pictures and everything. And then you walk by. Did they
3: recreate it? No, I I believe it was the original. That was it was the original.
2: I believe it was the original. Well. It was the original piece. I believe they took as much as they could of the original piece. My understanding is they built two new sound stages for this exhibit. And they, I think they literally like moved the Great Hall. This is where it was filmed. I think they moved the Great Hall like across town. So they, so they. Yeah,
0: I think that what happened was they had sets. They, they put things up. Mm -hmm. And they took things down and they put things up depending on what they were filming. And then when they got all finished, they put in two new sound sets to put things right. back into so they could do this music. And,
2: and the the cool right. thing is, it sound stages J and K. J and K. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's the J and K sound stages. Aww. And um, one of the things, like, so so you do that, and then you you're, you're waiting in line, and there's a bunch of um, there's some plaques up with some quotes from from Joe about, you know, writing and the power of stories mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then you go into another room and you see all different movie posters flash mm-hmm. across in different languages and whatnot. And then you walk into a um,
0: was like, yeah, like a, cinema. a cinema. And this
2: guy jumps up and says, okay, this is great. We're going to watch all eight movies back to back. And all the little kids are jumping up and down and screaming, yay, because they don't get it. So they put on a movie with Dan, Emma, and Rupert, and they just basically talk about what it was like to grow up in these sound stages and gush about the cast mm-hmm. and how the cast helped raise the, the crew helped raise them and all the Different people and it, it's scripted. They joke about how ugly Quirk Shanks is, and Emma's horrified and stuff. So behind them is the door of the Great Hall. So they walk through. Then the, the- well, and
4: then Dan Radcliffe comes back and he pops his head out and he's like, "Oh, by the way," um, he says something like, "You're never gonna look at Quidditch the same way again after this tour. So no. if you have a problem with that." Uh, go home. Yeah. Or something. Like and he everyone laughs. says, like, you know, you're going to find out the truth about Quidditch. So
2: the screen rises, and it's the doors to the Great Hall on the other side. Like, for so real. The
0: real doors. They, the they
2: pull hall. two little girls out, and they push the doors open, and it's the actual Great Hall set, and they moved it, like like uh, Sue said, they moved it across you know, the, the, the studios into this new soundstage. And the thing you find out about it is the walls are very weak. The walls are not made of stone, but the floor is very... Real stone. It's real stone, because they mm-hmm. would never use do that for a movie set, but this was this this stage stood for ten years. So they, so they, they make eight films, yeah. And they, right. so they put the they put the work into it, and they had the tables moved to the side, and they had along the walls they had uh, like a Slytherin section with with some yeah, of they the had Slytherin a, outfits. House
4: with a uh, with a uh, costume, yeah. I think they had props. one of
2: Cedric's. They comp- had like the gray lady. Yeah, they had, um, Cedric's. They had um, Dan's first outfit from the first, first movie role, was yeah. up there with his little hat. And then they had, what the teacher's table is, they had, um, Michael Gambon's up for the Maggie Smiths and, uh, and Hagrid's and everything. And, um, this is the only part of the tour, of the, of the thing that's, um, that you have a tour guide. He walks you through and he actually tells you that, um, there were actually two actors to play Hagrid for, they found this like six foot eight guy and they gave him an animatronic head. Mm-hmm. So he would look like the actor and he would, uh, what's his, I'm blanking. Oh my God. Robbie, uh, um, Robbie Coltrane. Oh, Robbie Coltrane. With names. I'm horrible with names! I don't even know your son, oh, wow. and and then you actually see the head later. It's this giant Robbie Coltrane head. It's hysterical, and it's and then at that point um, they let you take pictures for a little bit, and then they move you out because another group is coming from the cinema, and they want you to be cleared out so they can just see the Great Hall empty. And then you walk through, and they have all of the different, um, you know, uh, like the um, Quidditch, no, the Quidditch World Cup, the. Um, Yule Ball, like all their outfits of the Yule Ball and all their mm-hmm. wigs and all their hats and all their, like all the different stuff. Mm-hmm. They have one of the tables with the desserts from the Yule Ball and one of them is actually a real chocolate dessert that it's is... It's like
0: a chocolate statue, yeah. That and survived it's, it's eight
2: years, years old or whatever and it's still there and it's still, it's made of chocolate and it hasn't melted or anything and then you go through and you can see um, Umbridge's um rules from Whether the Phoenix, and then you go around the corner and it's the front gate of Hogwarts, then you go around the corner and it's um part of um the, the leaky they cauldron. Have, yeah, they
4: have like the Gryffindor Common Room, which I really wanted to just like jump over the little like gate <laughs> and I just wanted to live there because it was so nice and one cozy. of the
2: pictures in the common room is an old picture, it's a painting of Maggie Smith. Yep. And they put that in Ooh. there thinking that
0: that was supposed to be her. She's the, the head woman, of house,
2: yeah. so her picture would be in the, in the common it's room.
4: It's her and her cat.
2: Yep, it's her and her cat. So they have that in there, and they have, like, the... um.
4: They have one of the invisibility cloaks was there. And they have,
2: mm-hmm. like, if you remember at the end of Sorcerer's Stone, when um Ron and Hermione are up at the top of the common room, and Harry yells up to them, and mm-hmm. Hermione says, never better, they have that part of it is still there, and they have... Like mannequins with the outfits the kids were wearing in that up there. They have. Um, we saw this at the um, exhibition, but they have the uh, boys' dorm recreated.
4: Mm-hmm. They had. Oh yeah, their bedroom was pretty. Cool. They had
2: the potions dungeon recreated, and they mm-hmm. kind of. But talk- you
0: didn't touch it, like Melinda. You I did not
2: touch the bed of Harry Potter. I did not touch the bed yeah. of Harry Potter. I think Melinda did. Maybe may us. Melinda. Well, Melinda didn't. Oh, okay. Down. They have mm-hmm. Dumbledore's office.
4: Yeah. And
2: the Um, Phoenix Staircase. The Phoenix Staircase.
4: The big giant clock.
2: It was really neat. What they did was they had Michael Gambon by his desk, like the mannequin with Michael Gambon's robes by his desk, and then at the very top they had Richard Harris's robes from where he was so up with fun. Fox. So they had both yeah. of them in there. They had both. They had this um like chained in area in the middle where they had just all props from the movies and they had like the megaphone thing from when McGonagall taught Ron to dance and they had the Quidditch World Cup and they had just it was so cool. It's like you're looking through a window. Everywhere you look,
4: there was just something. Then they had um they recreated they had part of the borough, uh the kitchen mm-hmm. of the borough. Um God, I can't even remember everything they had. Um and then, like one whole section, showed you how they would film things, like where they were flying. So they had the flying car, mm-hmm. um, they had the f- motorcycle that Haggard flies with mm-hmm. Harry. They had the broomsticks, um, basically showing how they do it on a green screen, right? Um, with like these machines that make everything move. Um,
2: that you could basically, if you wanted to spend the time, you could play Quidditch. They show you how you how you play, so kids could put on robes and play Quidditch. Which.
4: And like get their pictures taken, but we were like, no.
2: Yeah, we didn't want to do that. They had the door to Hogwarts when, um, Dumbledore locks down the castle from Sirius Black and you see the doors closing. They had the doors. They had Harry's Gringot vault. They had like every little thing. They had the the staircase, one of the moving staircases. They mm-hmm. had. They had the monument from Deathly Hallows, where the oh, foot is yeah, stamping down the, the um, Muggles. Mm-hmm. Magic they had is that. Light. They had, the they had um, Umbridge's office from the Ministry recreated. They had. They had
4: the fireplaces from the Ministry re- that were that were there, like those green yeah, fireplaces. They
2: had the um, the Black family tree. Which was hand painted. They had that there. Yeah. And then, and now at that point, you're kind of, you're. There's
4: just stuff everywhere. Cause then you start looking around more. And if you look up every single space they've used, they have like statues all the way up to the ceiling of just random statues that were used throughout the movie. Like it's, it, there's just stuff everywhere. So at that point,
2: you walk outside and you have Tom Riddle's grave. You have the original night bus. You have the bridge at Hogwarts where, where Hermione says, Harry, I'm scared for you. <laughs>
4: uh, you have
2: um, number four Privet Drive, the outside set, which is funny. Which is you, so
4: crazy because it looks just like... The only the thing they recreated like was Rupert Harry's Grant
2: face. took the number four Privet Drive signs. So they mm-hmm. had to recreate that. And number three Privet Drive is there Oh, as well. and you can
4: also, while you're outside... You can buy Butterbeer.
2: <laughs> they have the Ford Anglia. They have, like, a Ford Anglia ride out there. You can have your picture taken. And they have Godric's Hollow, the house, with the oh, caped-in yeah. roof. Everything. And they have all of the um, chess, chess pieces. pieces from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then you walk inside, and you can see how they do, like, Nicholas's head is in there. Um, uh, so, now at that point, that,
4: like, when you go outside, that's sort of, like, in between the two sound stages. So then you enter the next sound stage and you see all the other stuff
2: they say you see Robbie Coltrane's head you see the Voldemort um, doll from death from goblet of fire mm,
4: yeah I it's saw creepy that dobby is yep.
2: in there dobby and it's actually the dobby doll that, that they buried the one yeah that Dan it's Radcliffe the one that had. Dan
4: Radcliffe had. had to hold when dobby was dead and
2: i'm not sure what the deal was so but they had um, they, made, they made they made recreations of all the characters so there's Dan Radcliffe standing in front of you and it's it's made to full size it's a full size Dan Radcliffe and but his eyes were closed i did not know why they made those but the fu- thing that was funny is they made michael him, but he was only 82% to scale. So I don't know. Why. Was, h- how tall is Harry? Uh, he was shorter than me. He was... Small.
4: And he and I have really? the same size hands. Yes.
2: It was funny. When you walk in... They, Dan's small. When you walk in, they have um, the three kids put their handprints in, and um, Danielle has... She's... You're bigger than Emma, the same size as Rupert, but... No,
4: the same size as Dan Radcliffe, but same size hands. But Rupert's, Rupert's, are
2: bigger. Rupert's, Rupert's, hands, Rupert's
4: hands were big. Like yeah.
2: yeah. And that was it. It's so, it's so freaking funny, cause it's just, it's just random. It's just Michael Gambon was only 82% of scale, so they ran out of money, so they had to do a smaller Michael Gambon, apparently. But then you walk through and they've got the hung, the, the horn tail, they've got buck beak, they've got all these different things. It's, it's really neat. And go on, I have pictures of everything. They have the dementors, they show you how they do the dementors, and then you go into how they design the sets. And you'll see, like, a miniature well, Hogwarts. I think you're
4: forgetting that once you see Buckbeak, you walk into Diagon Alley.
2: You walk into Diagon Alley, and it's the same Diagon, the Alley, Diagon Alley that you can set. see on Google Earth. And they explain that, you know, they did it in the first movie, then they changed it in the second movie, and then when they went back for the sixth movie, they changed it again. So it's... And they reworked it, and they added some new things in. So this is how it appears, I believe, from the sixth. Movie. It's like
4: the most current. Yeah. To date in has the Weasleys Wizarding.
2: Yeah, and it's it. got Gringotts, mm-hmm. and, and it's got everything. And you can just walk down Get Diagon Alley. You can look in the stores. You can go by the by the joke shop, and you can look inside and see everything. And it's it's just so it's so cool. Now, the, the cool thing about this is I don't know what's coming. I don't know how this, this ends. And then you go through and you see artwork and you see you know, the Battle of Hogwarts and all this different stuff. And I'm wondering how the thing is going to end. you walk into this – it's almost like a warehouse. It's this huge two-story room, and it's a 1 by 24 model of Hogwarts and it's huge and it's the yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, what like, they use for filming and it's Hogwarts in perfect detail you can see everything mm-hmm. from the owlrie to the castle to the both house to the trees to the leaves it's it's a perfect replica of Hogwarts, and they've got the music blasting, and, like, there's grown women crying looking at it, because it's so, because it's Hogwarts. I'm not going to
4: lie, I teared up, because, like, you walk into this room, Aww. the music, like, swells as you walk in the room. It's, like, the most emotional music from the movies, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm standing in front of Hogwarts. Like, it, I wasn't expecting it, and I, d- I did, like, tear up a little bit, <laughs> felt like...
0: And, and Ryan cussed.
4: <clears throat> I bl- yeah, I did. I heard it. Well, what I did
2: was I walked in and I wanted well, to the, capture it.
4: The fun part was I walked in first, so <laughs> I was seeing it, and then I was waiting for Ryan, so I walked. In. I got to see him walk in, and he was just like, "Oh my god!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> and these like little kids, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Pop, look, look at this shit! Oh my god! Like, shit!" And I'm screaming shit over and over again. The small children around <laughs> me who were very, very impressionable, but, but their parents Ryan. were saying it too. Yes.
0: Racif would like to know if you saw the Weasley clock. The
2: Weasley clock was there. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I have a picture of it. It, The burrow picture is actually one of the ones that came in a little bit smaller. I'm going to try and pull it up while we're talking here. It it definitely was there. And it was like, it wasn't like the portable clock. It was the big honking, like grandfather clock.
0: I'm going to see. I'm I'm scrolling back to see. She wants to know if all the hands were on the clock on the, at the burrow.
2: I don't... I
1: think they were. I
2: think they were, but I don't remember, but I know I have the picture taken. If you're um, friends with me on Facebook, just go through my pictures. I did um, think I actually did a... I don't know if they're under London 2013 or if I did a Harry Mm -hmm. Potter special one, but all the pictures are up there, and and that one will just be in a little bit lower resolution, unfortunately, because that was one of the ones that... Actually, they're all the so same resolution on there. But. Does
0: it have the destinations like home, traveling, <sighs> you, work, you, kn- you know, I
2: don't remember. I, I honestly don't, but hopefully... If so. I
0: told her to go check yeah, it.
2: Yeah, if you look at my Facebook and you see it, let me know because I'm wondering about that. But it was just the coolest thing. And then you walk through and you go... It, it's, um, it's almost like a replica of Ollivanders. It's all... Wand boxes, and you find out like all the wand boxes and Olivanders on the set were hand painted, even mm-hmm. though you would never see it, and they're hand painted with the names of all the people who worked in the show. So you walk through mm-hmm. on the movies, and you walk through, and it's all these, and you can look at them all, and they're all hand painted, and, that, and that's when the when the thing ends. And it was it was I wanted to go again, and yeah, like there's stuff great. I at went. Least,
4: I think we were in there for like. Three, uh, just about three and a half hours. It yeah. takes to go through the whole. It was. Thing. It, it was. Is a lot, and, I, and
2: I wasn't a big fan of the movies. And it was. It was just mind blowing how much you know work and. It, I love movies where they do stuff that you're never ever 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 going to know this is on screen. But yeah, then, no, it, but it was, they know they
4: did it, and it was, then like then you walk into the gift shop, and the gift shop is enormous and amazing because they still have. They have like bits of original set just hanging out in the gift shop. Like, you'll look up and you'll see, like, a chandelier that was in Malfoy Manor. And then they have, like, part of the library set um, in there. They had... Um, what was another thing they had? Part of the enchanted ceiling, I think, with the candles. Yep. There's just everywhere. There's just stuff to look at. And there was, like, every sort of Harry Potter merchandise you can imagine they have at this store.
0: It was crazy. Wow, Bob, you're fast. I just found the photos. Yeah,
2: and I also put... I. Linked the photo. Fo- oh, I linked think, okay, the f- okay. I linked the photos too on the Hufflepuff um, Facebook page, so even if we're not tight and we're not friends on Facebook, you can still go on there and it's about probably about halfway down is um, the ones of the Burrow, and it's, it should I believe it was over to the left hand side. I did a couple panoramas, and it's over to the left hand <laughs> oh, side.
0: There's my shirt. I'm so bugged. It I was very upset for
2: Sue. Sue, I, it was like the first time I got Wi-Fi in like three days, and Sue was up at the same time, and, and unfortunately they didn't have Sue's size, or I would have gone there some Hufflepuff uh swag. But that it was it was great. And we did that after we did um Cardiff, because we're big Doctor Who fans. And like Cardiff was the best thing we've ever done. And then we went there and that was even better than Cardiff. So it was it was it was fabulous. But um yeah I I don't want to be blabbing the whole podcast here about stuff we did, but if you ever have the opportunity to go and you are a Doctor Who fan definitely visit cardiff it's two hours from london by train three back because of you know stops and whatnot you go rush hour and it's a beautiful city um it's not what i expected from watching the show because obviously the show makes it seem a little bit different than it actually is but it's so funny when you're in cardiff if you're a big doctor who fan like jen and i are and you go there literally you can stand and Every single building in front of you has been used in the Doctor Who episode at one point yep. or another. They use everything. I think build. that is so cool. And it's, it's ridiculous. So it's, you get to Cardiff and you're at the train station and our hotel was right in front of the train station. And, and unfortunately we wanted to go right down. Now we're in central Cardiff. Central Cardiff is like one windy street and it's very picturesque and the buildings are beautiful. And, the, and I have pictures up there too on my Facebook. Like every picture is a different color and it's very, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful street. And But to get to Cardiff Bay, which is where Torchwood takes place in a lot of Doctor Who episodes with the Millennium Center and, and the big spire where, where Jack comes out of the ground, it's about a 30-minute walk from the center. So I followed the street signs, and I felt like walking there, I was walking through a third-world country. And it was like, it was very, like, dirty, and it, you didn't feel like you were in a safe area. And I'm like, well, I, like I didn't even take pictures because I didn't want anyone to know I had an iPhone on me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe we should have taken, like, a, like, a cab or something. Like, this does not and we get down there. Apparently, I was literally walking on the wrong side of the tracks. If I walked one block <laughs> to the left, it's beautiful, but I walked, like, apparently, yeah. through, like, the ghetto of Cardiff. And you get down there, and it's, it's this, you, you don't even know where, where the, where, Cardiff Bay is, and I'm looking at all these buildings, and I'm taking pictures of all of them, not realizing they're from my favorite Doctor Who episodes. Because I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not pictured, because they put CGI in, and they put, you know, they, they dress them and whatnot, but I'm not even realizing that. So you get down there, and you're at Cardiff Bay, and it's, it's just the this giant open area and it's, it's beautiful and you feel like you're on a torch with episode
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we kind of peeked around ourselves. Like, I'm like, I think that was in Boomtown the episode where the mayor and the doctor are having dinner. I think it was that restaurant over there. Well, it was actually the, the restaurant way over there. Cause I'm forgetting <laughs> where the episode took place, but um you walk down the corner and you're at the doctor who experience. Yep. And it's this, temporary building cuz i think it's only going to be open for a few years but there's a giant um Tardis out in the in the bay mm-hmm. you know and and you walk inside and they've got some Doctor Who props in the lobby they've got the third doctor's car and they've got river song's notebooks and they've got a cyberman head and whatnot and i have all the pictures up there it's it's really it's it, it was it was so much fun to go through and and see everything and they have a um like you walk through it originally and they show you a little movie and the first thing you can think of is they must not be doing very well budget wise because the screen is crap. This, like, yeah, it's like, like
4: a crack in the screen. It's like
2: going to like a really bad, um, like really old movie theater and you're watching the movie with these lines down the screen. It's like one of those things. And then when the movie's over, it's a movie that just shows like clips from the various, um, episodes. The, the screen opens. It's the crack on Amy Pond's wall. Yeah. And the screen breaks <laughs> so in it's half. It's supposed to be there. <laughs> And you walk through and there's this <laughs> interactive thing where you're in a room and Matt Smith's doctor thinks you're Amy and Rory because he's trapped in, in the Pandora 2. Yeah. And the Pandora 2, if you're a fan of the show, makes no sense. He's like, could you believe they had another one and it's the same color? What the hell? And it, 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 was, it was just really, and he's like, I thought I would be getting my companions who would save the world. I'd said I've got Shoppas. Hello, Shoppa.
4: I know, it's, it's pretty funny.
2: It was geared towards kids. And it was really fun. And you walk through and you see all the different TARDISes and all the different outfits and all the different control rooms. Oh, but
4: stuff. you get to walk through that creepy room with all the weeping angels that in was it. That was a scary. little
2: scary. That was a little scary. And, and you w- and
3: that's the only
4: episode
0: I have not watched yet. I, yeah. It's, of the ones that I've been watching. Oh, you should
4: watch it on
3: Halloween because it's creepy.
4: But No. No, Sorry. Okay. you would I mean, love no, it. Okay. And, well, anyway,
2: I, all the pictures are up on my Facebook. If you're not friends with me, friend me on Facebook and I'll show you all the pictures. And you get everyone's outfits and different Daleks. And I mean, it doesn't really, you have to be there, but you can see the pictures. It's really cool. But the best part was we're done with it. And we started our tour the next day. And the uh, tour guide says, meet us at the Millennium Center, which is that really cool building that has the, uh. Mm.
0: The, Torchwood. Torchwood.
2: Yes. from Torchwood. And he's like, I'll be the guy with the sonic screwdriver. And my first thought was, I'm in the Doctor Who capital of the world, and I'm following whoever shows up with a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. He had a bus. So awesome. he puts us in the bus, and he takes us up the streets that we just walked down that morning. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, like, we're walking through the lobby of the Millennium Center, and that was um, the lobby of the Cat Hospital. And it was the episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. where the girl wait, um, the girl who waited. It was in that episode. Yep. And then we're walking around the corner and see this little shop? That was the little shop the doctor loved from the cat hostel. And I want to go in and buy, I've been in the shop all morning, but I want to run back into the shop because it's the one from the cat hostel. So he drives us up to Cardiff Castle, which if you'll remember from Doctor Who was the one that the Slovene Lord Mayor, when she was in the blow up, um, she was going to put in, um,
4: A nuclear, nuclear power
2: plant. And she wanted to rip up Cardiff Castle. We had gone that morning. We didn't have time to tour it. Some other people on the tour did. And they're like, oh, did you like um, Cardiff Castle? Oh, yeah, we liked it very much. Did you like the library? Oh, yes, we did. Oh, you know, that was the library from the TARDIS, right? <laughs> they're like, what? Cause they, cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess
4: they filmed a lot at, at uh,
3: Cardiff Castle. A they, yeah,
2: and it's really cool. You're walking around, and you see people with, like, a Doctor Who backpack, and you're like, I wonder if they'll be on the tour. Because course- it's the only tour for like it's the only <laughs> tour for the month. They've got to be on the tour. So then he takes. Digs-
0: People want to know if the bus that picked you up was blue.
2: It wasn't. It was just this nondescript bus. So I'm getting a little nervous. I'm like going with this strange man who has a sonic screwdriver. Oh, so we go up, and then he walks us around side streets. And that like this little alleyway was the alleyway that from the Are You My Mummy episode that the TARDIS appeared in. And right next to it there's like a little driveway that has two pillars. The Cybermen walked out of those pillars and down the corner, that's where they set up the fake front for the nightclub that the ninth doctor went into to ask Mm -hmm. people if they heard booms.
0: Was this
3: just like a one day tour? It was a four Four hour tour. So what, I mean, (laughs) I love that y'all did this. Like I love the pictures so much, but what y'all were there? Like, three weeks or something. Oh no, this right?
2: was in tar- in Cardiff no, we were only we there for two days.
3: Yeah. Cardiff we only spent like a day and a, three, and a, half. a, day and a half. So was, tell yeah. us a little bit about what all you did. I mean, this is the most important to me what you did. But what did y'all get I mean, you went to London, right?
2: Yeah, we did London. We got there um, did y'all
3: just do like
2: we, we tried what did you do? Yeah, we we walked <laughs> everywhere. We walked um we, we Rarely use public transportation. We went with Danielle's parents and her 78 year old grandmother, who could walk <laughs> what, like, what are we thinking, four miles an hour? Yeah, six <laughs> miles an hour. Wow. Well, so we had well. to keep going back and getting grandma. And I offered to carry her, and no, no, I'll be fine. All right, we'll walk around the block again. So um, we 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 did everything. We did we did the Houses of Parliament. we did, yeah, we did the, the daily Parliament Circus, form, which was actually. We had regular awesome. restaurants because we liked them so much. Um, we walked through Kensington Park many times. Um, we went to King's Cross.
4: Yeah, King's Cross. We went to Platform
2: strong. Nine and Three Quarters. I got my picture I taken. I loved
3: that. I loved. Um,
2: that. yeah, we we, we just kind of walked everywhere. We went to Stonehenge. We went to see like.
3: Was it a totally different experience, like staying? Yeah, in like, an apartment versus moving. So around? much better, I think,
4: to stay in an apartment because at least you feel like. You know, you're gone for 15 days or whatever it is, but at least you feel like you have a place that's, like, home because you have all your amenities that you need. It's better than a hotel because you can, you know, you can relax and unwind, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. we could do laundry if we needed to. Like, it was just, it was so much better, I think, to have that. Um, and it was still easy to get around. Like, we, you know, like my, you know, Ryan and I went to Carter for a weekend. My mom and my grandmother went to Bath. Like, it was still easy to get out of the city. Right. Right. And do day trips or weekend trips if you wanted to. Um, and plus, like, so many tours leave out of London. So when we did Stonehenge and Glastonbury, you know, it was easy to find a tour that would leave out of London to go see that.
2: Yeah. And it was really cool because when we went to Cardiff, um, it was our four year wedding anniversary. So we, um, the, the hotel does a Doctor Who package if you go because you do the Doctor Who experience and all that stuff. So we went to, uh, we're eating dinner in the restaurant of the hotel. And so we're in the Doctor Who capital of the world. We're in Cardiff. And we're eating like a Doctor Who themed meal. And I'm looking around this hotel room and everyone else in this room, is it's like a convention of (laughs) 90-year-olds. So I'm thinking they're not here on the Doctor Who plan. So I think we're the only ones on the Doctor Who plan. then I look out the window and I swear to God, a a, a tour bus pulls up and it's all 22-year-old golfers. It's all these. I
4: don't think they were all 22 deer, but. Yeah, but they all (laughs) jump off
2: and they've got like the funny looking golfing hats and, and like the plaid pants and whatnot. I'm like, I don't think they're on the Doctor Who tour either. So part of the Doctor Who menu, one of the things was fish fingers and custard. And I actually asked the waiter, is that for real? He's like, let me check. Like he didn't even know. Like no one's ever wore this. <laughs> he comes back. It's it's not only for real. Chef says it's great. I'm like I'm gonna get it. And the coolest thing about being there, Jen, I'm the only person on planet Earth at that moment who was eating fish fingers and custard.
0: You don't know no, that. Who <laughs>
4: else in all
2: the crazy
0: Doctor Who
4: fan could have been eating it at home?
0: I, I, I think that's pretty. I cool. doubt that. Oh, Ryan, yes. when you guys come here, mm-hmm. if you if you want a special anniversary package. The um, hotel from Fifty Shades of Grey in Portland is is running a special as well. Oh, oh. Can I just bunk in then?
2: I have to tell you, I we were walking through London and we wow. stopped. We were walking and we stopped in this little um, shop and I took pictures. And they've got all of these like parody books. One of them was like you know sex advice for couples written in 1892 and stuff like that. One of them was Fifty Sheds of Grey. And there's a picture of a dark <laughs> shed in the front, and it's written like a trashy porn novel, but about but it's sheds. About
3: sheds. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all sheds. seen the book? Huh? There's a Fifty Shades of Grey cookbook. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. But
2: Weird. I wanted to buy it for Jen, but it was like it went nineteen from the pounds the book, Ray. It was seriously Sorry. like nineteen pounds. But anyway, I'll, I'll put
3: is terrible, but I love it. I'm
2: gonna put all. <laughs> the, I'll put all the pictures up from our from our Cardiff trip. If you're a Doctor Who fan, but the the neat thing I just want to convey is. Like we walked down the alleyway, and he pointed out four episodes that were filmed there, and then we look to our right and you see um like the millennium Stadium it's like the football stadium, not football No, rugby. football rugby stadium in Cardiff that's where they film all of the river song jail scenes yep in there, and then it's like. We got we we get on a, we get on um the the bus and we drive for a while. One of the stops you get off and you're outside of this huge church that was bombed during World War Two, and you can see all the shrapnel, you know, scars on the side of it. And you walk around the back of it, and that's where they took all of the um they filmed all the scenes with Vincent and the Doctor when he was outside painting. That's the window that had the thing in it, the
0: the, the um the, the the the
2: graface in it. And then you walk around the other side of the building. And it's the, um, the, the little driveway where the doctor and Amy Pond are running in her first episode where Mm -hmm. she's saying, where she's dressed up like the, like the police officer saying, you know, 12 minutes, four psychiatrists, I bit them all. And, and they had that, that's where they filmed that. So actually was actually kind of funny. Some of the people on our group actually reenacted the scene, but then you, you get down to the, you get to the top of it and you're at the post office that's shut. From the same episode. And then you walk right next to it, and it's where the goldfish pond was supposed to be, but the goldfish pond was added by the producers. Not the goldfish pond, the duck pond or whatever, the one that the duck Really? And he's like, people get really pissed on the tour because they actually bring, like, rubber ducks to put in it, and there's nothing there. But (laughs) so you're standing there, and then you're right behind you is this tiny little... In like, it's like, in like a little corner that goes nowhere. It's a dead end street. And this little grassy area. That's where everyone had their cell phones up, taking pictures of the sky when Rory was taking his picture of the dog. But it was also the same park where they filmed the scene um, from the episode where um, uh, Martha and the doctor go back to like 1910 and he's at the school and the kid from Love Actually is there. Do you remember? I'm blanking oh, see, on the name um- of it.
3: Yeah, the 2 parter where he becomes a human. Yes, yes. remember at the end yeah. when he's
2: like a hundred years old and they're dedicating something. Yeah, that- wait—the
3: wedding part or the one? Yeah, before? it was the wedding part. Huh? Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it, it's at the very end. And he's an old man, and then the doctor and Martha are there, and they're still young. Yeah. That's where they filmed that same scene. So it's, it's real. So it's like you're looking around and so many episodes were filmed in this like 20 square feet. And he tells funny stories. Like in one episode, do you remember when Rory's taking the picture of the, um, of Prisoner Zero and it's the beefy guy with the dog and the guy's barking? Yes. When he came on a tour, he comes, uh, he brings a tour group here a few months ago and there's this little old lady walking by with like a poodle with, like, a neck cone on, like I, had, like I had surgery, so the poodle has a cone. One of the Doctor Who fans says, can I borrow your dog? Okay. And the little old lady, being very confused and little and old, says, yeah, okay. So the guy takes the d- little poodle with the neck cone on <laughs> over to where they were standing and reenacts the scene, so he starts barking. Yeah. So now the poodle's getting upset, so the poodle's barking, too. Then all the other little dogs in the area are barking at them because they don't know what's going on. And it like it's it was really fun. But the the, the <laughs> coolest thing about Cardiff that I found was you cannot turn around without tripping over four episodes of the show. And it was so neat to see how everything is just packed in. And the neatest part was when I walked through the first time. You're walking by Cardiff Bay, all these different restaurants, and I took pictures. I'm like because I wanted to go to eat there the next night. One of them is a little American cafe where they filmed the, um, the scenes from when they're in Utah. remember they go in the, they go in the little diner and it's where, um, where river meets the dark. When you go inside, if you open the door of the bathroom, the tar is still in there.
3: Cool. The one comes out with the straw. Yeah. And they give you and straws. They give you straws.
2: straws
0: really they give
2: you straws <laughs> and I have celiac disease and I still ate there because you know intestines are not permanent but I ate at the diner from
3: that's very cool so it's a
2: very very cool trip and I'll put all the pictures up there's thousands of, and the and one of the funnier things was I'll just show this really fast if you remember the episode um it was the last episode with the ninth doctor there um, when Rose comes back she's eating with uh Mickey and Jackie in this little place, and she's pissed that she can't go back and save the doctor, and they're ya- they're yakking about the new pizza place that's opened or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. When you visit... I don't remember
2: that. I don't know if you remember that, Jen, where she's sitting there, and that's when she's um, like, he's better.
4: she says, the doctor makes you want to be better.
2: And she's really pissed, like, why are you talking and having this mundane <laughs> conversation, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you visit the place where that was filmed, and it's the building, when you walk outside, it was the building where, right outside of it was where Pete got hit And killed when he was when Rose goes back to see her father die.
3: I'm like, which time? The first time,
2: and it was also where they parked the TARDIS when Mickey has the Mini Cooper and is trying to pull the door open when he's with with the chain and he's running trying to get the door open at the end of the same episode. Do you remember that? Yes. It's the same place. So he's standing there. Matt, our tour guide, is standing there with all these different cards showing you the three different episodes this one little spot took place in. Wow. And there's this, And
3: that nobody
2: knows. No, there's this yokel standing there. I think he's been standing there all day. I don't think this gentleman works. I don't know what he does. He kind of had this glazed look about him. But he's <laughs> standing there. And I have pictures of him. He looks more and more amazed with every card Matt pulls out to show another thing that took place there. And you get the sense he's like, "I've been standing here for seven years. You mean this was a doctor? Who? It was the funniest thing I've ever seen."
4: <laughs> he started kind of laughing,
2: and he started laughing, and like he's in all the pictures. Like he like joined the tour. It was hysterical. So I have all that stuff. I put video up. Um, I put. We actually visited the location. It's going to be in the new episode coming out in a few weeks, so we got a little spoiler on that. Um, that it was on
3: the fiftieth. On the fiftieth, yeah.
2: the um, the Natural Art Museum, the whatever museum. It's the museum where um, they film the interior when Vincent and the Doctor.
3: Oh, uh, the
2: stairs. only the scene. Remember, he runs up the stairs and he pretends it's to
3: chances. Like my favorite song plays. Not that and one.
2: Remember when chance. he runs up the stairs and, and he like mimics the statue. We saw that. Okay. St- okay. It's where that statue right, is. At the top of the staircase is a room that will be in um, Day of the Doctor. And he played film. When he was there bringing a tour group, Matt Smith had just filmed. So Matt Smith was coming out. And a bunch of people gathered. I put the video up. You can look at it.
3: Did you gather? Oh, that was... A different group. Okay, but,
2: but Matt took video of his tour guide going story. up to it. And... um <laughs> Uh, Matt Smith is talking and one guy was walking by on his way to a job interview mm-hmm. and he ran over to shake Matt Smith's hand. He was talking to him for a minute. So you, you have this video of Matt Smith and as everyone separates, Matt Smith yells back over the crowd and I really hope you get the job. <laughs> That's cool. So it was very, it was, it was cool. If you ever have the opportunity, if you're a Doctor Who fan to go to Cardiff, do it. Like if you go for a day, cram it all in. There is so much stuff to do there, and definitely eat at Eddie's American Diner because they have very good burgers. <laughs> I liked it mm, very, very much. And I want to thank Bob for sitting through that because he is not a fan of Doctor Who. <laughs> so.
1: Quite all right, it's
3: which he would
0: anymore. be if he watched it. He would. Be he would be. I know
1: I would be. It's just I haven't had time.
0: That's terrible. poor Bob. He hasn't been on the podcast for. I a know. Month.
1: He hasn't. Oh, I have He's to tell Jen this. Like yes.
2: a crazy last man thing. Last and thing. We
0: finally get him back, and we don't let him talk at all. Last thing.
2: I have to tell Jen this real fast. Jen, do you know sure. how to get into Torchwood? When you you know how there's that door you walk around a corner and there's a door and you walk through the door. And do I
3: only know about the concrete slab. Well, there's a door. You,
2: there's one where... That
3: you stand on. Yeah, I, I stood
2: on that too. It was really cool. One of our tour... One of the people on our tour brought a little TARDIS and put it on the concrete slab. Well, that was my thing. Everyone was taking pictures in the concrete slab because it was very picturesque with the spire behind them, but I couldn't tell who was a Doctor Who fan. And then this one huh. girl jumped off and was like, Oh, I'm like, yep, she's a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> There's an episode where there's an episode where um, Gwen walks around a corner and walks in the door and she's talking to one of the guys down there. So that was established to be the, the main entrance to get into Torchwood. So he wanted to show us and we went back to the hotel. I forgot where it was. And we watched an old episode to see where the door was. And when you walk there, you can't even see the door anymore. Oh. There is a massive shrine to Yanto Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> And there is like, like there's candles and there's like pictures. Picture of that? Oh, I I have a hundred pictures. Like one person made up this sign with all the different members of the Torchwood team, and it's like dead, double dead, triple dead. Like you've killed all your team, all your team members. Who's next? The fans. Yeah, It, it was the funniest thing in the world that like this entire like this beautifully rebuilt area has been completely marred by this. Tried to yonto. I think that is so
3: awesome. And funny. there's
2: people standing there with their head bowed. I think they think like a diver died or whatever, and they don't know, but it was, it was hysterical. There's a, and I didn't know this, so I'm like walking down, I'm like, oh, someone died at the exact moment. We, the torch was, it was very, very, very funny. But. Yeah,
0: because he was beautiful. I gotta catch up. So that, I'm so on that the was there. Where the, when the really Master cool. comes no, the- back and he is now everyone in the entire world. I love Master. Oh, that's a good one.
3: Oh,
2: so you so you saw they the blink skipped episode it. then? Did
0: you skip I skipped yeah, you- it. No, that's the one we didn't do. Oh, I won't watch it. Uh uh-uh, uh, you can't make me tell her that. You've gotta, you've gotta. To. To yes scary. I can. You've
2: gotta, it. It. Okay. you've gotta do it. You've gotta do it. Do you know, we actually went through, we went through a, um, a cemetery that is where they, um, filmed the scene with Clara. Remember when they showed, they they show a gravestone and then you see like a hundred years later, you see Clara at the gravestone. You go to that cemetery and, um, half of it is overgrown because it's all people who died a hundred years ago and it's not maintained at all. And there's weeping angels in the cemetery. And the,
3: Well, but
4: they're, like, not as scary as...
2: But the really weird thing was, under one of the Weeping Angels was a grave for someone named Oswin. Yep. And right next to it was a grave for his wife, Clara.
0: I wonder if that's (laughs) a scary Maybe they went to the graveyard and saw the graves first and then used the names.
3: It's not very original, Stephen Moffat.
0: It was very, very very creepy.
3: Blank is not scary. The scary episodes are the ones with Matt and River and Amy. Why well, no. haven't that got that crazy. point yet. I don't no. Get
2: down no, it's very, so it's away very. From
0: the end of the show,
2: it's, 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 it's very, very, <laughs> very scary. scary. I though. do have to tell Jen one thing, which she'll appreciate. We, we, we went by um, Sarah Jane Smith's house, and we went by all these different houses, and he says right around the oh, no corner way. is Amy and Rory's house, but we can't, but we can't go there because what happened was it was on the tour. So they gave permission to the producers to use, obviously, whoever owns this house, to use their house as Amy and Rory's house. So fans would come, and after the Power of Three episode, which, which if you remember, there's little boxes, people started leaving little boxes around the house, and they would leave them on, they left them on cars and everything, and what was happening was... But they yeah. damaged every all the neighbors' cars oh, yeah. because the because they would throw the boxes in the car and it would damage the cars. The neighbors threatened to sue the homeowners <laughs> if you don't <laughs> cease and desist this doctor who nonsense, we're going to sue you. He so they the gave box? us directions to the house. If you want to go see it, go. I, well, we didn't have time. Cool. We would have walked down, but we didn't have time to go. But it was hysterical. He's like, I can tell you where the house is. Just don't tell them <laughs> I, I told you the where box? the house is.
3: What hysterical. <laughs> That's
2: and last thing I swear, last thing, when we yeah, went, we went, I know, we went to the house where in the episode, in the, in, um, uh, turn left where, um, Donna's family is relocated. Remember, and they go to the house and there's like 17 families already living in it. We go to that house and like, I think it was number 19 on the show, but it was really number 20. They changed the number, whatever. Um, and you see the house and he's like, I was here on a tour and I've got the bus outside and I've got 18 people and we're staring at the house. And all of a sudden the homeowners come walking out and they're very alarmed. They don't know why we're there. They've never seen the show. So then unfortunately everyone on the tour starts screaming at them, you know, when the spaceship hit Buckingham Palace, everyone had to move to your house and it's, and they were freaking the (laughs) ever living crap out of these poor homeowners. And the guy's like, we're going to come back twice a month because this is, you're on a tour route. It was hysterical. So. Some people were, I, I think the people who would like own Sarah Jane Smith's house are very good sports, but other people were terrified and they won't let their houses be in the
3: dorms. I love that story.
2: It's kind of bad, but. Yeah, it was, it was, it was totally, it was, the, the, the whole trip was awesome. I loved everything that we saw and it was, I want to go back. I'm just remembering a really funny story. Um, I told you Danielle's 78 year old grandmother came with us to London. Um, her, Danielle's mom tells a story about her mother's mother, so the seventy eight year old's mother, when she was still alive, and she took her mom to the doctor. And I think the mother was sitting Daniel this is Daniel's great grandmother was sitting up on the on the bed. And and, and Daniel's grandmother was standing next to her waiting for the doctor to come in.
3: Wow. Wow.
0: That's, this is a weird conversation. Mm, I, don't, yeah, I don't It is. I'm sorry. I'm I have like, no idea. That, that, weird took place.
4: The, that took the night into weird right there.
2: I'm no, sorry. No, I, I thought I was going to bring it back, but <laughs> I made it even stranger.
1: Bob's afraid to show himself. And Bob's just- like, <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> not kind of in tonight's Bob, episode of like Weekly. That. We've talked about Doctor Who, <laughs> Harry Potter, and sagging boobs. <laughs>
0: Bacon. named not the Bacon. Bacon.
1: Oh, that's right. We did talk about television. Oh, I did talk on this episode. Yes, that's right. Television shows. Watch Blacklist. Watch The Walking Dead. Watch Revolution. Watch what everyone else said. It's actually a on- Oh, wait. There's another one people have to watch. NCIS.
2: Watch NCIS. No, this, there's another, um, Watch the tomorrow people, cause the ratings are sagging and I think I might want to watch it, so I want to continue. I mean, yes,
3: let's all watch Maybe it, it
2: might be not that great please, a show, but I eventually want
1: to watch it on Netflix, so be sure to watch it live and take the team.
2: No, no what Bob would like, you have to watch no, House don't of
3: don't
1: Cards with Kevin Spacey.
0: I, I, do. I watch I've TV. Been <laughs> a game at the moment. Sometimes. Sometimes. I have read, I've really
1: gotten into, I've gotten yeah, you, back into Great Potter
3: and I've been reading a lot of Draco and Hermione. I love how Jen's like, don't (laughs) y'all read (laughs) quality literature anymore. Like, you know anyway, some of them are very good. I just read Where is your
2: Draco leather?
3: I need some recommendations because this one was epic awesome. I even recommended it to Sue, and I don't do it very often. Sue thinks it's boring, but it's not
0: I made it through chapter 10 and I'm like, oh, okay, and you know, they just had sex, so I, I think Ooh, it's downhill from awesome. there, but Jen says I need to read the other 60 some odd chapters, so we'll see. <laughs> well, did you, it's silenced. So it what, once? It is. But okay, I'm getting right. tired of hearing well, a day, 12,000, like sure. you okay, know.
3: That goes on because that's war and it's suffering. I know. And it's depressing.
2: Hold on, you want her to read six, sixty it's chapters of Depressing? gorgeous.
3: <laughs> and like, it's depressing. it is, the, tell, tell me that the description, it's, it's descriptions wonderful. descriptions
0: are good. And, and it's interesting to see, mean? it just seems like it's been going on for a really long time and it's, I'm only on chapter ten and there's still two. <laughs> it's
3: crossed the Well, it, it <laughs> is. That's, that's part of the plot is that it's going hearing- on and on. Uh,
2: I'm just getting nervous that this is how <laughs> Jen described that beautiful fic that time <laughs> before she realized Harry and Draco were doing it in the Great Hall and tried to retract it. I recommended it
3: to 13-year-olds. I
0: was like, wait a minute, don't read it. It's bad. That was unfortunate. I had a really good one because what? we're um, doing Albus Potter in the Year of the Badger on the podcast. And we've I've read the sequel to that, but I just found out that there's a prequel. And so I read the prequel. I think it's called It's Magic. And it's really good, too. And it's about Percy trying to bring Fred back. Huh, that sounds fun. And it, yeah, hmm. it was.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Clyde, we're all
0: right. like, huh. <laughs> 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 I
2: don't believe I ever considered and, that before.
0: And, uh, <laughs> I always
2: thought he was a jackass. I, I
0: highly recommend the Albus uh, Potter and the Year of the Badger because you have Albus, uh, Rose, and <laughs> Scorpius all in Hufflepuff House. What the hell is a Hufflepuff? So, that's
2: kind of fun. Oh, I actually have a question. In canon, what was the deal? Was Percy was right there when Fred yes, died. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. I'm, I'm thinking that's too much of the, of the movie. Yeah, that's wow.
3: true. Actually, I have seen the movie. Percy is there. Yeah.
0: and He, he is there in the movie. But you don't see Fred and die. he feels like no, he's he, dead. Kind of caused it. And so in this story, he figures that, you know, he could trade his life for his brothers. Because, it would have to be a very everybody says Percy should have been the one that died, not Fred. Because everybody hated Percy. I know. It would be
3: hard to redeem, I think, because I just don't even like him. Or Percy. <laughs> Which makes
1: him completely irredeemable. Because <laughs> Jen, Jen alone is the one who
2: hates Percy. He's
3: just obnoxious.
2: <laughs> Jen has also not redeemed the epilogue. The epilogue has that been is discontinued. That's true. In the Jen's book life. ends
3: before the epilogue, in my
2: opinion. Well, it's really funny. I'm reading a fic now that Ray was reading. We talked about before fulfilling obligations, and I actually just caught up on it.
0: Didn't it like end? Yesterday. It or is, before. Are there still more chapters? I thought it ended.
2: No, there's like three or four more chapters. Oh, she said. I to But it's interesting. It bas- it's it's a Harmonian fic, and it basically like it, it starts from the the final battle and goes up to the epilogue and like shows you everything behind the scenes, and then like takes place later that day and like continues and like rewrites it more towards a mm-hmm. Harmonian. B- it, it's really interesting how they
0: like they
2: they keep yeah they keep the, the epilogue.
0: Beyond wait a minute, I gotta see if I can say this without spoiling it. Does it go beyond the part where an ultimatum, he refuses to act upon the ultimatum and Ginny pays the price?
2: Yes, there's another, there's a chapter that, uh, that starts okay. the day the, uh, that ha- it's the, there's the epilogue. There's, there's a chapter that takes place at the train station and then something happens after that. Holding hands. And then there's a cliffhanger ending.
0: Oh, no, I can't be on uh, Harry that.
2: comes home and finds something. Okay. And then there's a chapter so after that where he... I think that I've, I he, think
0: I've uh, read as much Harry of that as there is It's basically Harry dealing
2: with stuff going on with Ginny, and then...
3: I'll have to Jen read it. would love uh, it. Will you send okay. me the link? Yeah, but to- I think
2: there's three more sure. chapters here. It's a really good one. Jen would probably Oh,
3: there it is because- more to me than love of sex.
2: Um, Does that mean there's sex in it? That's all I can... Because the way you just said that...
3: It takes effort, but... Anyway, no, I'm reading my first (laughs) book in a while, like, with pages. (laughs) He's been
2: reading my first book. I'll be
3: talking about it in the near future, but I don't know if anyone has read... It's called Wizard's First Rule. It's a sort of truth novel by Terry
0: Goodkind. Mm -hmm. Anybody? Anybody? (laughs) Mm -mm. I've read Terry Goodkind, but I don't think I've read that one. Okay, well. Ray, do you have the link or do I need to look mm. for it? Never heard of it. Oh. No, no, no. Bueller?
3: It's okay. It Will you just bad. give it to me sometime this week?
0: Yeah, I'm...
3: Uh... I have to go to the bathroom, so we have to end this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we we're about 10 minutes post.
0: <laughs> Bob?
1: Yeah, I'll give you a clue. It starts with C and ends with... Yeah, um... why don't we end this because...
0: I'm Sleepy. We're
3: not. I totally optimistic.
1: love y'all. I have got to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom, Jen. Bye. <laughs> oh, I am Jen. Hi, Jen. Bye. Sure thing. So from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios inside Ryan's whatever it is for this particular week. House. I don't know. Wherever we're recording this. Anyway, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us in the live chat. For those of you who were here, um, be sure to stick around for a short, uh, after show. So that the Ustream stream can catch up and we'll probably talk about some other stuff. Um but until then, until next week, whatever day it may be that we record, uh I am Bob.
0: We've already done I'm Ryan. this. Didn't we? I'm Sue. I no. no, we didn't Danielle. do this. We didn't do this. And, like, I'm Jen. and I'm Jan. And <laughs> I'm Jan. I'm Jan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a sex changed. Alright. Ooh. <laughs> All Intrigue. Right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.